0: Hello all, welcome to the Consistently OK Podcast, a podcast where we dive into all things pop culture related, from comics to films and everything in between. My name's Luke. I'm Nick. Join us every week for a podcast that doesn't set its bar too high or too low, but rather keeps it at a consistently okay level for your enjoyment. So I'm going to say hello, that's how I'm going to start. Okay. Okay. Hello everyone. Uh, This week we're going to talk about Resident Evil, uh, the games, comics. TV series, upcoming things to do with Resident Evil, so that's, uh, that's what we're going to go for today. It was actually your idea, Nick, to do this one when we heard about the casting news for the new film or TV series, which was... Uh, t-
1: it was the the film, right? I think it was the film. The that film. Was, yeah, yeah, because so the TV show is something else, but the, the film casting is what got me really excited for it.
0: Because there's three things. There's, there's the film, there's the TV show, and there's the anime series, so... I'm pretty sure it was the film we were both excited about, but I was excited about the TV show as well. So that's where my uh, my confusion has come from because it's all kicking off with Rest in Evil. It's
1: going mad. Yeah.
0: It is going mad. I'm not sure what the reason is necessarily. Maybe you know, but maybe the rights. I mean, I know Netflix, have, they're two of the three things, the anime and the TV yeah. series. But well, maybe the film's just conclusion.
1: Yeah. And I think the film's just normal, like, Sony Pictures job, isn't it? Or yeah, so they've they've, like they've
0: carried on. They've still got the rights, so I guess they're just rebooting it. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get there, yeah. as we always do eventually. I mean, I would quite like to start with where I where I kind of dropped into Resident Evil, basically. The first time I ever played it, like the game was um the year yeah. was 1997, probably. I was quite young. Yes. And Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil game that came out in 1996. Uh, okay. it was a Capcom game. And I don't know how old you were in 1996, Nick. Uh, Young?
1: Yeah, I've got a funny story about how I got into Resident Evil, actually. You okay, tell you yours. Your... No, no, you, you say yours.
0: Mine. Mine's, not, <laughs> mine's not funny. We should <laughs> so start this podcast with something funny. So okay. let's, you know, we could both, we'll always apologize to each other and let one another <laughs> go first. So you go okay. first, Nick.
1: So I got into it at a really young age. So I think Resident Evil 2 must have been 1998. I think it was.
0: It was. Yeah, it was 98. Okay. So
1: I would have been seven.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, that high pitched laugh is now in this podcast. <laughs> oh dear.
1: Um Yeah. So I would have been seven and I was, I was definitely really into PlayStation and gaming and everything and my brother, my middle middle brother, loved horror, or still loves horror, and he really wanted Resident Evil 2. And I believe he asked my parents for it, and my parents basically said, well, no, because uh, he's six years older than me. So they were like, no. But then Al sort of worked out that if I, if he gets me to ask my parents, because I'm the youngest child, they will buy it so he you know cornered me and said you should ask mum and dad to buy you this (laughs) cornered you (laughs) yeah which is obviously it must have been like 15 or an 18 over here or or something like that um and yeah so then you know once i got wind of it i was like oh al will think i'm cool which is what you always want from your older brothers um so let's do this and yeah i remember getting it and I'm pretty sure I just fell in love with it from the off which is really bad because again I was seven years old but there was something about it that I think I was just so mesmerised. I think part of it was that double campaign and just the I think it was the atmosphere of it there was I just never really played anything like that I think you know I'd played a lot of Crash Bandicoot or Gran Turismo and then was suddenly thrown at the deep end of Yes, that's a huge leap
0: from Crash (laughs) Bandicoot to Resident (laughs) Evil. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So yeah, so it's a bit of a jump, but um, but I loved it, and yeah, it was good. It was good. So yeah, so it was a. So
0: did you used to play with? If you were playing with your brother, was it? uh, You did you watch him play Resident Evil? As in, so when I when my brother and I would play, my oldest brother, he used to play a lot, and I used to be his sidekick, watching. Nice. Everything he did on the game, and I got I would play after he had played. Basically, it wasn't okay. I didn't have to do that, but I enjoyed hanging out with him again. Like you said, because it's your big brother, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Like, oh, okay. He wasn't like go and get me a drink. It was just we just sat and watched, um, and we used to get really excited about when a new game was coming out because uh, if it was a wrestling game he would get to pick six wrestlers to play first, and I would get to pick six wrestlers. Nice. So a lot of bro uh, bro time on the games. But yeah. did you watch him play or vice versa? Yeah,
1: I think, I think it was a case of both. I think it was a case of me watching him play, but also then, you know, both of us having campaigns going at the same time. I've got a feeling, yeah. I don't know if we did it where, you know, one of us played as Claire and one of us played as Leon, and we sort of it was like a compare and contrast kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah can't really remember but I just remember going through it and I remember we got with a magazine like a, a guide to Resident Evil 2 it was like this green book that was shaped like a novel printed on the same kind of paper as a novel and it was all like black and white printing so when it would show you a screenshot of the game it, you know looking at it at the time I was like this is great it's just in black and white now you look black at it, back at it and you're like that is the most pixelated
0: yeah, black and white
1: it. printing how did I see anything um, yeah,
0: I had one I had a I had one I saw it the other day actually. I have it here. The uh Super Mario sixty four guide and it's all in black and white. Yeah. And the pictures are useless. Actually the text is pretty useless as well. But I <laughs> guess it was a not basic game, but just a lot of jump here, jump there, no yeah. uh nothing else to it.
1: Yeah. It's it, cool. But and like I found that recently too, that, that, that book and I just flipped through it, I was like, This is this is amazing. It's a proper throwback and yeah i I remember it being one of those books that i think i studied more so than i probably studied at school to be honest i think i just studied that book in and out i I "I know this game
0: but yeah so i used to take game guides on holiday with me if my mum and dad would say pack your suitcase and you know bring a few things to read or whatever i would i bring game guides games that i Maybe I had the guide just before the game came out or the game and the guide had come out, but I hadn't got the game yet. I got the guide for some reason, apparently. Um, and I would study the guide and be like, "Right, right, I'm ready to play this game when it comes out, which is actually a bit pointless. I don't know why no one told me that I shouldn't read the guides before I played the game. But yeah. it made sense in my head to be prepared, <laughs> especially games like Resident Evil, because then you may remember what's around the corner. Although I don't think the guides ever served me well during the game because no. it all went out of my head by then.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, I I remember mine really not preparing me for the horror, but more just the puzzle part.
0: Yeah, um, I
1: get it. Uh, I, I think it didn't really prepare me for the the big horror moments, especially not with the Mister T or whatever his name was. What, what was it? Not Mister T.
0: That would Mister really <laughs> Mr. T. Mister T is somewhere in Raccoon City. <laughs> That'd be uh, terrifying. Pitting everyone yeah. and um, easing them.
1: Yeah, the, the tyrant was it, Mister? It was Mister something, wasn't it?
0: Oh, I can't remember.
1: Mister X. It was a Mister and a letter. Mr.
0: We know Mister Mister X sounds good, <laughs> better than Mister T. I mean, maybe it was Mister T. I can't. Maybe it was uh, Mister yeah. Mr. Tyrant. No idea. <laughs> I remember. I mean, it's when I was thinking about when we were going to do this, I was trying to think of several characters, especially when I was reviewing the casting for the new film. I was like, okay, this guy is this guy and this girl's this person. I was like, this person is this person. I don't know who that is, but he must be a big deal because he's in the top six of the cast. But yeah. couldn't, couldn't tell you who it was. I just assume it's someone to do with the Umbrella Corporation.
1: Um, good, good assumption with anything Resident Evil.
0: I was, I think I was in 1996. I know, 1996. Yeah. Prob- is that when the first one came out? Did we say? Yes. Yeah, 1996. So I was nine, ten, nine or ten. One of those ages. And I remember seeing that game for the first time with my brother playing it. And I remember the mansion. And I remember within about 10 minutes, my brother had opened the front door four or five times. (laughs) And these pixelated dogs Dogs. were waiting for him, which I think, if memory serves me right, when it came out again later, I think it was re-released on the GameCube? Yeah, it Yeah the original one, and I remember thinking, I'm going to go through that door because I seem to remember there being dogs, and there were dogs, Nick. They were there again, but they weren't pixelated anymore. I mean, the graphics then were really good, but now it probably looks pixelated again. But I, I really enjoyed the game. I loved, like you said, the you could choose two characters. I think it was Chris and Jill in the first one. Yep. But I didn't... I don't have many memories of Resident Evil. I have a lot of memories of Resident Evil 2 because, I, well, I say a lot of memories, I'm pretty sure I got that on the, it must have been the N64. Resident Evil 2. Wasn't it on the, or was it PlayStation 2? Or PlayStation?
1: It, it was on, well, I had it on PlayStation because I didn't have an N64.
0: So it must have been, must have been PlayStation, been. then I had it. But I feel like I remember playing it on the N64. It could have been another Resident Evil game, to be honest. But Anyway. Whatever console it was, Nick, I played it a lot. <laughs> I just can't remember which console it was. It was on the N64 as well. It was on the N64. There you yeah. go. It seems, nice. I seem to remember having a red control while I was playing it. Nice. So, anyway, so I played it on the N64. So I do have very good memories, and I, I loved it. I thought it was such a good game. I thought the, the tyrant was such a cool, like element to the game. See, so chasing you, trying to get the virus i think he was trying to get a sample if i remember right Uh, i should remember more clearly because i played the remastered version that must have been a year ago now i played the remastered version 2000 did you play the remastered version
1: i haven't yet it was one of the things i was going to talk to you about because it's really interesting the way that i've kind of gone around resident evil because, because i started with two then they released like a director's cut of one after two, I think it was or maybe in between one and two there was one of those and I That's how I played one after two. I think because I bought it after one and One I really enjoyed almost as much as the second one just because I loved the mansion setting and It like spiders and that kind of thing. I thought it was really cool Kind of horror. I think it was probably more horror than Resident Evil 2 was and then played Resident Evil 3 and then didn't play anything for ages. Um, I, am, Resident... I am very similar.
0: I am very okay. similar to that pattern.
1: But when it came to the remakes, Resident Evil... so they did the Resident Evil remake on GameCube and released Resident Evil 0 as well.
0: And Resident Evil 4, wasn't that on GameCube?
1: Yeah, it was as well. And the Resident Evil remake was the reason I bought a GameCube, actually. Nice. Uh, um... It, it was one of those things that I was like, I have to own a GameCube to play this game, and it looks amazing. And that remake blew me away. I, I watched a bit of the footage back for it recently, and it still holds up. Like I think the, nice. they did a really good job on the, the kind of graphic side of it. But the second game, Resident Evil 2, has been on my list to buy for ages. I just haven't got around to it because there's been so many other games out this year and last year. But I just keep seeing footage of it, and again, the graphics on it just look insane.
0: It um, is insane. It's 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 it could be the best remastered game I've played. I mean, that list isn't very big. I mean, Uncharted, Last of Us. There must have been a couple of us. That's a very small. That's a very small, small list. I realize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, there are more on that list. I just don't remember it, Nick. It's it's a really really good. It was my my wife's brother actually. Uh, he got it first. Nice. And uh, I watched him. I watched him. It's just like going back in time, watching yeah. my uh, brother play. and now watching <laughs> my brother-in-law play and no one letting me hold the control. Um, but then I played it as well and it's 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 a solid remake. It's really good. It feels a lot longer than the original game in my eyes as well, probably because there's a lot more to do as well. You should definitely pick it up if you're a fan a... of Resident Evil. It's awesome. It's,
1: it's funny because I'm such a huge fan of the... The franchise like when we talk about the films a lot of my problems with them is, is the fact that it's they took major liberties with the characters and the world and whatever and same with like the later games like five and six but i'm also one of the last people to ever buy a resident evil game like yeah. I, I love the character and love the worlds, but i think it's because i grew up on it so it's something that i care about but when it comes to the games there's always other new games or new ips or whatever that i want to try first because i almost know what i'm ex- what I'm going to get with Resident Evil so I haven't played the remake of Resident Evil 2 haven't played the remake of Resident Evil 3 and I still haven't played Resident Evil 7 part of that is just because I keep holding off going someday I'll get VR and then just play the whole of Resident Evil 7 in VR and probably just scare myself silly
0: I haven't played I haven't played Resident Evil 7 I haven't played the Resident Evil 3 remake and actually what you said about your sort of pattern of playing them I played one. I played two a lot, and I played the remake. I played three. I played four when the GameCube came out. I got the remastered of one. Well, I actually bought a GameCube for a different mansion game. I bought the GameCube for Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> and Resident Good Evil one. was a cheeky bonus. <laughs> uh, two very different mansion games again. Yeah. Uh, but and then I didn't play any for ages. I didn't play. I didn't play five or six or anything really in between. Uh, and I'm, I was a fan as, as well. It just—they seem to skip me by. I didn't get—I didn't get a PlayStation Two for quite a while. I was a bit far. I was a bit behind on that. I definitely didn't get. I got PlayStation Three when the the Batman Arkham Asylum game came out. Yeah. So I think I missed something else there, and I just—I never—I never never caught up on them, and I I probably won't now, to be honest. So now they're doing the remastered ones. I would potentially just wait for those. But as far as I know, pretty much every Resident Evil game. Was has been like critically
1: acclaimed? I don't think six was.
0: What I could remember is how I received four is because no, okay,
1: yeah, four. So when I watched, because um, I was I was sort of refreshing my memory with just the the narrative of the of four, five, and six because it's been so long since I've kind of gone through them. Four was yeah critically acclaimed because it was the first one that was the over the shoulder camera rather than the the kind of points of view stuff and then five i think from doing my research was iffy in that they all said it was a really good co-op game and it it was kind of really nice visuals environments but the story of it starts to go a little bit more towards the the kind of b movie action so yep. it sort of leaves behind the horror element and it becomes this more ridiculous action thing. Action. Like this is this isn't gonna spoil anything for you, but I'm fairly certain there's a bit where Chris Redfield, who is absolutely stacked in it, like way bigger than the the pixelated version of him in Resident Evil One, he's you're like doing a, a quick time event bat- button bashing and you're punching a rock, like but it's a boulder to try and move it, and you just kind of think. It's a bit far um yeah, and then Resident Evil six, I'm pretty sure was just a complete flop, and it's why they ended up kind of going back to the roots of horror with seven, yeah, because good
0: things about seven, have not played it but I yeah, have. me too, good stuff
1: six, I actually recently played while we've been in in lockdown because i've been we've been going through like a load of cult games um myself and my boyfriend, and six was one of the first ones that we kind of went to because it was on offer, and there's bits of it where you kind of go oh this is a little bit Resident Evil you're playing as Leon and you're in a you're in a college that's sort of dimly lit and there's zombies and you kind of think oh this is this is good it's classic Resident Evil and then it just becomes this there's a lot of quick time events there's a lot of over the top silly action that you're like they definitely would have died that It's
0: it's funny how they lose their way a little bit with like a formula yeah it's been so successful for one two three and four and then they i mean i know they have to try new things i know there was a lot of games around probably when five came out where they tried to throw multiplayer into things and they rushed a lot of stuff out so obviously the competition is pretty big between the the three big companies yeah but i I, it's probably why i never got around to playing them i i probably i used to read a hell i mean i still read a lot of reviews i still read a lot of preview content about games Still talked to a lot of my friends about things that were coming, and either it didn't come across my radar, or I read something and it it didn't sound like it was for me. So that's probably why I skipped it. But I'm I'm glad I stopped playing Resident Evil 4 in a way because I kind of went out on a high with it. It was was, yeah. was Resident Evil 4. Was that the one? that had the chainsaw in it, right? The guy with he had like yeah. he looked like he had a bag over his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was and Leon. he had a chainsaw. Yeah, there. it was Leon. It was all it was all Leon, wasn't it? There was yeah. no. Yeah, I know there was a bit of multiplayer in as well, if I remember right. Because the GameCube had the four, cause it had the four ports. Ports, yeah. I think that was the big deal for GameCube that you had four ports and you could do a lot of these games multiplayer, like WWF Crush Hour. Um,
1: Amazing, best, the
0: best, uh, the best game of all time. Yeah. I think it's called Crush Hour.
1: Yeah.
0: I actually had a guy come, this is completely off subject, but because you said America. I had a guy come into work today, and he, he asked to speak he asked to speak to me, and I said, yes, let's talk. He goes, so I work for a wine bar down the road. I said, oh, that's fancy. And he said, we're holding uh, a 50 kroner buy-in, Norwegian currency, for anyone listening. And he said, for a, a Mario Kart 64 tournament. Amazing. <laughs> oh, no, step back. You work at a wine bar, <laughs> and you're doing a Mario Kart 64 tournament. And he goes, yeah, and obviously if you win, you get the pot and you get wine and it's going to be social distance and all this stuff. Do you want to be a part of it? I was like, yes. <laughs> <I> was <laughs> like, Take my money. I would like to be a part of it. But He, he meant he's in the comic shop supporting it as well. But I was like, I'm all in. I'll support yeah, you it. I, me? I, I'll drink wine. <laughs> I just want to be there. I was like, can we do the cheats over in Warrior Stadium? <laughs> Probably not. Anyway, so that was just the most exciting thing that happened to me today.
1: Did you did you were you not tempted to go like, yeah, Mario Kart's good, but have you heard of Crush Hour? Yeah,
0: have you heard of <laughs> why why aren't you doing wine bar tasting wine tasting and WWF Crush Hour? Crush Hour. The two Crush together.
1: Yeah. The the two <laughs> yeah. are just perfectly just,
0: matched. I just remember watching wrestling and then before Smackdown, it'd be like WWF Crush Hour. And it's just I, mean, I can't remember who it was at the time. Probably Kurt Angle in this car driving around yeah honking his horn running into Brock <laughs> Lesnar's car Undertaker <laughs> with this Grim Reaper truck uh, and we could do a whole podcast on uh on Crush Hour but we would have to invite Harry on board
1: yeah he will have to come on board that game.
0: that's that's one wrestling, wrestling games yeah. we could talk about wrestling games for ages anyway amazing back on track yes maybe maybe moving away from the games so we both played a handful of the early games You've dabbled in a bit of the newer stuff. I've played the remake, but you should play the remake. On oh my I will Probably. I'll try and throw in Resident Evil 7 as well because I've, I've heard good things. Yeah. But still keeping it at a young age, Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil film, I think we'll just naturally go into there because yeah. before we get into the TV shows and the upcoming films. Yeah. I, I saw it at the cinema. Did you see it at the cinema?
1: I didn't because I would have been too young. I would have been eleven. Uh, I think it was two thousand and two. It came
0: out. It was two thousand and two. You are correct. So
1: I would have been eleven, and I believe I saw it off of somebody who had a uh, an naughty copy, as we're gonna call it. Yeah, I Pirates. believe yes. Well, my publisher is Black Spot Comics. So, you know, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I, I think that's how I saw it. It was either that, or I maybe somebody gave it to us on a. This is very nineties, off of, or very nineties early two thousands. I think somebody gave us a VCD. Okay. Do, you, do you remember those?
0: They yeah, were, yeah,
1: yeah. I think somebody gave us a VCD. <laughs> excuse me. Of, <coughs> of Resident Evil. So I'm pretty sure that's how I saw it first. Probably not the most ideal way, but. But yeah, I, to be honest, I really enjoyed it, and I still do. I th- still think I it.
0: I enjoyed it when I saw it. Some, I mean, I was young as well. I think it was, uh, I think it was something I saw at Stratford upon Avon Picture House Club. Ooh, the teenage the teenage version, which my club membership card was 007. Nice, awesome. I think, I think I saw it as part of that, and I saw it with a few friends. And I remember at the time, I played. I must have. I would have played Resident Evil, one, two, and three. I yep. would think by then. I don't know when four was out. In two thousand four. Two thousand and four. So the film, yeah. So this that came after the film. Yeah. And I, I I liked it. Well, I didn't like the I didn't like the end of the film. There were bits of the film that I remember. I, I wish I had watched it before we talked, but I remember liking the cast. I remember liking the beginning. I like the fact there was a bit of the mansion in it. I liked, I mean, at the time I was very young, so for me seeing a film that was had a little bit of gore in it, obviously, and it's a bit of a, a scary film. I'm doing, uh, like, uh, what are they called, I forgot what they're called now. Quotation um, marks. Quotation marks, yeah, thanks, Nick. Thanks for being <laughs> there. Uh, quotation marks, because it, obviously it wasn't, uh, it wasn't that scary, but. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. I, if I watched it again now, I, I'd probably touch and think, Well, it's not for me. But I thought it was okay. I remember really liking the poster with, what's the actress called? Mia Miljelovic. M- yeah. M- I thought, ooh, that looks good. And I liked, the, I liked the end end. I didn't like the end, the final act, but I liked the end where she woke up at Raccoon City. Oh, okay, yeah. Like in the streets, and I remember thinking, "Oh my god, it's going to be Resident Evil 2 Yeah, because I kind of like Resident Evil, so I'm going to love Resident Evil two. Yeah, guess what? I didn't. Yeah, Resident Evil two was not good. Yeah, the fact that 2002 is when Resident Evil one came out, and 2016, that is when the last one came out. Yeah, and in between that, that's that's six films I've got no down here. That's nuts. And how many of those six have you seen, Nick?
1: I've seen. With your
0: CineWorld membership,
1: (laughs) five. Although to be fair, I've only seen. I think I've only seen two in the cinema. I think I saw the second in the cinema. I saw the third in the cinema, and then the third put me off ever seeing another one in the cinema. And so then they were all just on DVD or streamers or whatever.
0: Um, Wow, more than me. I've seen. I've seen one, two. I saw one and two at the cinema. I think I saw three on DVD and. Four on, maybe I saw four on DVD as well. I haven't seen five or six, but I don't know. I I don't know how it ends. I don't know. I just, I just remember the third one. It just threw so much into it. Yep. And it kind of lost its way. I thought, oh no, but it made so much money. Yeah, ridiculous amount of money. I think what did I write? One point two billion. Is that for all six,
1: or is that just for one film?
0: All six. Yeah. I was going to say. I mean, I know. Film, I was like, "How the fuck?" I know. I know. Reasonably, like these super, uh, these superhero films. Like, I don't like them. <laughs> like, these love superhero, superhero films. These damn <laughs> superhero films taking all our money. <laughs> I, I. That's a big. That's a for this series not really being well received. It's done really well, hasn't it? And it's not like it was a Fast and Furious franchise, which, for the love of God, just keeps going on and on, and it's making a load of money, but. At least a lot of them get quite praised by critics and fans. Yeah. These ones did not, yeah, they still kept getting made. Yeah. And uh and thankfully, I mean I don't know if you want to if there's anything you want to jump into in any of these six films, then this is your window, Nick. What, well, what did you think what did you think of the first one? Did you you liked it then? Yeah, the,
1: the first one I really enjoyed. I like I enjoy all of it. I haven't watched it recently, but um again in the the research for this I sort of just watched bits of it. To see if the bits that I liked are as good as I remember, kind of thing. And to me, they still held up. Like they still looked really good. I really did like the ending. Like the Racking City bit was cool. But I also really liked the bit where they sort of came out of the the lab, and then the guy who's got like scratched by the liquor starts to turn, and they he gets taken. Zen, yeah, I quite like that. I thought that was quite cool. The second one, I thought Nemesis looked okay. <laughs> the rest of it, I don't really remember thinking it was amazing.
0: No, it's not even consistently okay. It's no. just it's, it's just, just consistently yeah. bad. Um two, two to four for me yeah. anyway.
1: And then yeah, they just slow well, they don't even so they steeply go down a hill. Um just not everything's just wrong with it. it. what's worse is that the later films they introduce people like Leon or Claire or Barry and they're the characters that I've got a real affinity to, or Ada, or whatever, and they're oh, just doing such a poor manner that
0: you kind of and go, it's not. Oh. It's like the casting hasn't been done right either. It's just yeah, like because wasn't was, uh, she was in Heroes? Uh, what's her name? Yeah, I know who you mean. Um, she does that, plays that person that was in Heroes, and she's in Resident Evil Three, I think, yeah. and Four, and maybe Five. I think she's in a few of them. Yeah. It just never felt right that casting choice. Is it Ali Later? Ali? Yes, that's yeah. it. It's, uh, well, you, it sounds right in my head. Yeah. Uh, definitely the first name. We're definitely yeah. there with the first name. But I think the casting choices never, never seemed to fit. It was just you're you're a pretty hot actor actress right now in this TV show or whatever. Let's throw you in. Um, it didn't it didn't feel right to me. No. Yeah. And it, I I think I was down on it anyway. So. They could have been the best. It just, it, I think they could have just stopped. But when they're making the money, they're going to keep going, aren't they? So.
1: Yeah, I sort of, in research for this, I, I'm going to say it, I spoiled it, but I kind of didn't because I don't know if I care that much. But because I don't know the outcome of the, the last film and doing research for this, I found it out.
0: Just say it, Nick. People will know. I'm oh, so going to say just, it right now.
1: I'm not going to spoil it for people, but I'm more just going to say, at the end of the, the fifth film, there's this kind of climactic shot where it's all the characters stood on top of a certain building and there's a massive horde of zombies and other things coming for them. And you just think, oh shit, the next film going to open up and it's just going to be this massive battle and it's going to be this huge opening. And then, yeah, when I was in research for it, apparently the opening of the film, they've just skipped past all that. A load of people are dead. You didn't even see them die. The battle happened. and it was just what it was. It was just off camera. I was like, go. well, that's a poor choice. Um, that's a poor
0: choice, yeah.
1: And then, yeah. yeah, just the rest of it sounds pretty pretty bad. So I'm quite glad they're rebooting it, to be honest.
0: Well, let's just talk about the reboot, shall we? Because yes. here I am saying they're picking up random hot TV stars from, from TV shows and bringing them to the film. They're not fitting. The new film has picked up many, many <laughs> TV yeah. stars or film stars that are relatively hot at the moment I feel really weird saying hot but I don't know what yeah. other, where to use so we're gonna go with that cool so it is it's been announced the there's a director attached and a writer attached I don't know much about the director
1: yeah um, I don't either
0: I don't know where he's come from or, or really what he's done before I had a quick look at what he had done and nothing on his filmography I had seen so I can't really judge him because I don't know yeah. him Personally or in his work, but the cast, the cast I do know of, they have um, Jill Valentine's going to get played by Hannah Keenan, I think her name is, yep. who played Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, it's cool. It's a pretty cool choice. Good, good cast. Robbie Amell, who is brother to Stephen Amell, who's Great. of Arrow fame, and Robbie Amell was in the Arrowverse a little bit as well, I think, yep. maybe, at some point. Uh, they have. I'm pretty sure I read that it's Effie from Skins. Yep. His first name is Kaya, but I can't remember what her second name is. Yeah. K.
1: She's is playing. Scalera. Sk- 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 Lair- Sk- Lair- I'm, I'm butchering. Oh,
0: name. I'm really sorry. I cannot. It's that anyway. We'll go with <laughs> that. He's playing Claire, and there's a, an actor. On, he apparently was in Zombieland 2, but I, can't, I couldn't place him in Zombieland 2, but he's playing Leon. Which is which is good. Three yeah. apparently three good actors and actresses. And Tom Hopper, who is amazing. He's an amazing actor. He was in Game of Thrones. He's been in Umbrella Academy. He's also in this. I don't know what role he's playing though. I just saw he was on the cast list. So He's
1: playing Wesker.
0: Ah, is he? Yeah. Nice. And then there's another person who's playing William, but I can't remember who William is in Resident Evil.
1: So William Birkin is in Resident Evil two. He is, the, is he the head
0: of the Umbrella Corp.
1: He's the guy who becomes the tyrant thing with the eye. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. yeah. Neil. Yeah. Got
0: it. Now I've got it. No, I've got it. Which is good casting as well. Yeah. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's very. Wasn't he in the Arrowverse as was. well? He
1: was. He was indeed. Yeah. So you got Look a couple. At them go.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So that's going to be. Yeah. That's a film, right? That's a film. Yes. That's the film. Yeah. It sounds really good. Um, yeah. They're going back to, it's going to be based on Resident Evil 1 and 2.
1: Yeah, it, it sounded that way from the casting. It sounded like they're sort of doing both and it's going to combine somehow. But it sounds really yeah. good. It's, it sounds like they've, they've cast well. Like, It sounds like they're, they're putting a lot of effort into sort of honouring the, the characters and trying to be faithful to the source material.
0: Because that's what I read when I read an article that was from the director and one of the writers that they, yeah, they were, they wanted to go back. They wanted to pretend that the other film franchise hadn't happened, not in a disrespectful way, but they separate be completely separate from that and just start. And yeah. I think it could be really good. Like, I think it could be really, really good if they just went for the basics. Like, yeah. a mansion, Not it doesn't need loads of other cast members. It could just be super basic in terms of, yeah. the bare bones of the main cast and then obviously you have other things going on but I'm, i'd be really excited i didn't see an estimated time they were going to start shooting or anything other than it's in production now so
1: yeah i i just i hope they they find a way to make it survival horror rather than like an action horror because yes i think that's where resident evil always goes wrong is when it tries to become an action horror in that it it just becomes over the top kind of craziness. Whereas I think when it's survival horror, that's where you get the actual tension and the atmosphere and the kind of fear. Um, I mean,
0: especially in Resident Evil One, you don't have a lot in your locker anyway. No, you don't have loads of weapons and everything. So, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? When you play Resident Evil One with your Chris or Jill, Chris doesn't have barely any weapons. But he's more durable in attack from attacks and yeah jill has more more guns but when i say more guns she doesn't have a lot going for her either but yeah more than chris yes.
1: i think when chris when you start as chris both on the original game and the remake i'm pretty sure you just start with a knife as well it's just
0: yeah i think it is
1: yeah whereas as jill you've got a uh, i think you've got the pistol and you've also got barry um yeah who's with you whereas chris is just on his own um yeah. actually again touching just on the gamecube remake one of the best things that that game did besides the graphics and making it oh, really terrifying again was the the way that they did the zombies so it was like they'd continually mutate that you'd kill them yeah. and you could come back to them into another room and they'd come back alive and they'd be rapid and they'd kind of run for you as opposed to just slow walk
0: yeah and they introduced the whole
1: element of like you set the bodies on fire and if you
0: yeah, that, that was awesome. Cool. So that's that's the thing about the remake for Resident Evil Two as well. Obviously, it's it's completely updated graphics wise, but it's so nice to play as well because you you remember Resident Evil. It's like I mean, I didn't play the Final Fantasy remake, but I'm told you feel like you remember playing it already. But there's so much more going on, obviously. And that's the same with Resident Evil Two uh, remake. It's just a lot going a lot going on. It's a trip down memory lane, but it's also something completely brand new. Nice, which is that's what you want. Which is awesome. Yeah, I saw as well that Netflix are doing, as I said earlier, they're doing a Resident Evil series of eight hour-long episodes. Yeah, which has got a supernatural writer, which I, I really enjoy. Supernatural. I, I'm a couple of seasons behind, but I, I've always enjoyed Supernatural. So he's he's on board to write it, and as nice. far as I can tell, it's four. The first four episodes are based around. Different characters, not it's not main characters. It's not like Leon and Claire and Jill. It's yeah. original original characters set before Resident Evil One, technically, and then the four episodes after are set way way after yeah. Resident Evil, where humanity is on the brink and that's so that's interesting as well because it'll be different yeah. from the film. It's uh, t- and they could even link the film if it is possible.
1: Yeah, I wondered whether they were going to do that, but it sounded really interesting like I, I don't know whether this was just a rumor i read or whether it was the official breakdown for it but was it to do with wesker's kids and it yeah, was something like that's there's, what it is, yeah like the pre raccoon city and then there's the post raccoon city and you sort of yes
0: yeah, so, yeah, wesker's kids and then it's 30 years later i think
1: yeah that's really well, they're,
0: interesting. They're, they're in their 30s anyway so it is it is interesting yeah and then they've got an anime as well which is focusing on claire and leon i think yeah. Yeah, claire and leon i've got written down and that's set in between resident evil one and two i think they said
1: interesting what before they meet
0: i think so i i can't i read a very small st- i don't think there's much out but it's based on them around that time cool so that's pretty cool as well yeah that'd uh, be nice. so there's three three new things to look forward to plus we will probably get they must be doing another game. I wonder if they'll redo Resident Evil 4. I mean, that's logically what they would do.
1: Yeah, I wondered that because I watched some of it back and it's probably the only. Like, it still looks visual in terms of the visuals, it still looks fine. But weirdly, I think that Resident Evil, the remake, and Resident Evil 0 graphically look better than 4. Yeah. Like, they seem to have held longer. I don't know what it is about the engine, but that engine seems to look better than Resident Evil 4. So I did wonder whether they'd remaster that. I know they've got eight coming out as well. Um, yeah I haven't
0: heard much about it to be honest. But I know I know it's gonna be out. They've shown it a few like
1: out. of the the next gen kind of conferences. And I think pretty sure there's werewolves in it. I think they teased that. And I thought well, that's <laughs> a bizarre way for the universe to go. I could be wrong <laughs> Maybe is. I imagined that but I think I did see Werewolves and I was a bit like, Ooh, okay. That's new. That's <laughs> um, new. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure how I feel about it yet. We'll see.
0: Um, I'd love, I, I, I still would like to play Resident Evil three remake, but I'm pretty on board with, I, I would like them to do, I'm happy they're doing a new film. I'm happy they are doing a TV show. I think it's such a good story. I know it I know there's a lot of stuff out there that's you know got you walking dead and stuff like that as well, but I like the characters. I like I like things like the Tyrant and the Lickers and everything like that. The Lickers are just intense, awesome. Yeah. They're intense. But it's uh it's a really cool universe and I, I really hope that we get more a really, really good game, a a brand new game, not a remake. If present, yeah. if it is Resident Evil 8, if it's with werewolves as well. Um I hope it's really well done. I think it will be. I think yeah. can't see why not.
1: Yeah, it was like, um, did you ever play Resident Evil Zero? Did you go through that?
0: I think so. You have to tell me a bit about it to wrap my brain, back. I can't. It
1: is, um, I think her name's Rebecca and a guy called Billy. And it's set, I think the opening of it's set on like a train where there's the infected and it's sort of building up to the events of Resident Evil 1. So Rebecca's the medic that you meet who was part of the stars team?
0: Um, no, I don't. I don't think I remember the cover <laughs> for yeah. the game. But I don't think it doesn't. It doesn't ring a bell. No. When was what was it out on?
1: It was GameCube, and then I think they've I think they've re-released it now on like next gen or well, current gen. I, th-
0: I think I think we owned it as a like as a brotherhood. I think my older brother had it, and I think he maybe played it. Nice. And I I don't think I I don't think I played it. If I did, I probably watched him do bits of it, but. No, I don't was, think I ever
1: did it. It was one of those games that I, I think I was excited about, but I didn't quite know what I was getting myself into, and I ended up really enjoying it. Like I have really fond memories of that story and the the way they kind of built the game that it was these two people that you could swap between. I think you could instantly swap between Rebecca and Billy, and I yeah. thought that was a really cool idea. And I liked that it sort of tied into the the world, the the first Resident Evil game, anyway. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that and so I wonder, I'd wonder. i kind of like to see a little bit more of that, like as much as they're continuing, you know, with seven and eight and they've done a new thing with that in terms of like how they've presented the aura, I'd quite like them to find new avenues to tell with some of the characters just leading up to events, kind of like they're doing with that anime, even if it yeah. was shorter games, but they were sort of just integral to, to making that story more fleshed out or something, because I think it's like The Walking Dead, where that whole Raccoon City period. There's so much, so many stories to tell. And I know there was a game for PS2 that they did, which is called Resident Evil Outbreak. I think it
0: was. Yes, it was yeah.
1: Which was supposed to be like one of the first like multiplayer kind of games you could do on PS2 or whatever. And I remember getting that, and I remember thinking that's a really cool idea. How it's these four or five different people across Raccoon City who sort of come together and they have a story to tell, and that felt like a, a smart storytelling idea. I don't think the execution on it was very good, but in terms of a narrative, I thought that was quite cool. So I'd quite like yep. to go down that avenue and, and do those kind of stories just about other people and how they almost interject with the events of, of the kind of main people.
0: Um, I mean, it would be good if there was a beginning and an ending in this world. And then, yeah. like you said, there's subs- lo- loads of side stories going on because it's endless, isn't it? You could have whatever's going on in Resident Evil 1 there's a story going on side by side in Raccoon City. Yeah. Raccoon City falling effectively. And so on and so on. You could just go on and on and on. Yeah. You could do one. I, I swear I read once, ages and eight, this is ages ago, that they were going to do one based on from the the villains side of it. Uh, that would have been cool. Or, or how they handled the outbreak. I, I can't remember if it was like a game where you just made... You made decisions. Oh, that sounds mental now because you make decisions <laughs> in all games. But like, more, not, not so much like a shooting game, just yeah. a story, yeah. like a story game. Yeah. 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 yeah, It's yeah. not that, but God knows God knows where I read that or where it's gone in the world. But yeah, that it could mean- do anything. It could do loads. And I, I think hopefully with the new film and the TV show and Resident Evil 8, I, hopefully if they're going to keep expanding, then we'll be lucky in the next two years that we have potentially you know, four different things going on and yeah because i mean with resident evil obviously they, if they stick into the game that's great but they'll probably put their own stamp on it as well wouldn't they you would think
1: yeah um, interesting
0: if they do a part one and a part two i wonder that'd be
1: cool yeah like a double ended you
0: know, like resident evil one and resident evil two but they they announce it as if it it's like a side-by-side thing you know how they release one and then the second year yeah part two comes out too yeah
1: yeah that'd be really cool um, I think there's just so much they could do with it in terms of rebooting it and how, if they do stick with the the kind of format... That, I don't know how to respond to that. that they can... Ooh, uh, Siri talking to me. That they can they can go down a load of different routes with it, but I think the interesting thing about the film is that it sounds like, because it's just one and two, you've got three overhanging and you you sort of got to wonder, are they going to do three? Because three is pretty much the end of the Raccoon City arc. Like, three yeah. is the last thing in, in Raccoon City. And then after that, it becomes the, I think it's the Ouroboros virus or whatever it is. It's in four. Um, yeah. And, like, that's the kind of area that I hope they don't do in film because it it becomes less horror. That's because, that's the bit that becomes more action, kind of. It just
0: needs to be, I mean, if they're going to do it, it just has to be a trilogy, doesn't it? If that. Yeah. You yeah. they could just do one and two and then throw a bit of three in there at the end of it. it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be monster after monster after monster after monster like they can just pick You know, the tyrant is pretty intimidating on his own. It doesn't need to be Much more than that, but we'll see how it goes. But I think it's exciting for Resident Evil fans and Generally just the whole universe. So I'm pumped Nick.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm down for everything I'm Excited
0: Is there anything else you want to cover with this subject? I I think we may open the door one day when these things arrive.
1: Yeah, Um, no, I think that's everything. I think we've sort of gone through kind of our our thoughts on everything and like we said at the start, I think it was definitely just seeing that casting. I think they've done really well to cast actors who you can instantly envision in those roles, not just in terms of like a physicality but actually
0: um, yeah, that's a good point. I, I agree as well. When you see the casting, you think, yeah, that's they're good choices. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward. Who's your favorite Resident Evil character, by the way? It's probably something I would should have oh, asked at the beginning.
1: Um probably ooh, uh, probably Barry. It's Barry or Leon. Although I I quite like Ada just because well, Ada before Resident Evil four, five, six, because they take her character down a really weird route. But in Resident Evil 2, I really like the the mystery behind her. But yeah, I've just always liked Barry. I, I thought Barry was cool, and he was always somebody that I wanted a story about. And then we played Resident Evil Revelations 2 recently. This is part of the games we didn't talk about, actually. I don't know if you heard about these two. They made Revelations and Revelations 2. Ah. So they were sort of like shorter, games. I think one came out for 3DS and Revelations 2 came out on uh, like most platforms, but it was like episodic. Okay. And so the first Revelations sort of brought that original horror back. I think you played as Jill on like a boat where they were infected. It was closer to the Auroboros virus than zombies, but it, apparently it was quite good. I never got around to playing it, but then we played the second one co-op and it was just not, it, it just wasn't a good experience. Like, as co op, you play as Claire and Barry's daughter for one half. Okay. But Barry's daughter doesn't like using guns. Like, she has a I don't want to use guns policy. And so the second Safety player first. basically just uses a crowbar throughout the whole of this game. So you've got like Claire who's stacked up shotgun and you know, pistols, whatever. And then you've got this is the second player just hitting people with a crowbar it's like oh that's that's cool but then it gets worse it's in the the way the episodes are done is it's like the first half of the episode is claire and uh, moira is her name and then the second half is barry and this uh, other girl called natalia so barry's obviously got his magnum and all his other weapons and then you've got natalia who is i think around like eight or nine years old maybe a little bit older so she doesn't use any weapons and she spends the whole game just pointing at things that's honestly just what the the game's design all is what you need yeah as so long she, as you
0: can point you'll yeah, be safe
1: you're a second player like you're playing as them just wanders around like pointing at things and it's like oh there's a there's a pack of nine millimeter ammo there you can pick that up and that's
0: it's those kind of it's those kind of players that just do nothing that you try and hit yourself just yeah. to test it yeah if I shoot, is it going to hurt them? Even yeah. if they are an eight-year-old girl, but it yeah. never works.
1: Yeah, so yeah, it was, playing that was just not a, a good experience. And again, when we were talking about this podcast, I was playing that game and I was like, oh, no, Ugh. this isn't good. So then when the casting came out, I was like, oh, at least the films are going in the right direction.
0: I think I'm going to watch some um, GameCube Resident Evil footage nice as soon as we're done because i i'd love to see what it looked like in my head it it, it's really good but i I haven't seen it in a long time yeah i bet i I bet there's videos of someone doing a whole game playthrough oh there will be or or a speed run that would be interesting on resident evil i'm pretty
1: sure i saw a youtube video the other day of somebody who'd done a speed run of resident evil 2 in like an hour
0: yeah i saw i've seen something similar as well i've seen i saw one the other day for someone doing a speed run of the last of us 2 what i know I, I can't remember how it was i mean it was i think it was four hours or something maybe Gosh. three but they just they're just there's a lot of running yeah i bet um is pretty oh, crazy yeah Gosh. did i tell you i mean this is off subject but did i did i tell you about trying to do the one touch death unless there was two on the rat king oh no yeah. didn't go out well.
1: yeah but harry actually uh listened to the podcast of the first episode and said he knows why they're called Why it's called the Rat King. Why? Uh, So this is This is a
0: segment we can have. Welcome (laughs) to the the fans.
1: (laughs) So Harry said that oh in fact, let me just find his message real quick. It was basically to do with rat tail in the how rat tails join together to create a creature. And that's effectively what this thing in The Last of Us looks like is a load of rat tails joined together and it sounded really grim, but yeah. How does Harry, Harry even know that? I asked him that, and he said it's just one of those kind of like horror <laughs> horror facts That's, that he stumbled on. It's good um, that we both asked him. But yeah, when he said about it, I was like,
0: "Oh, uh, explain. Um, why is he Why is he a king? Who think, declared him king?
1: I think because it's just so many rats tied together. He is the ultimate rat king.
0: Because I was thinking that he's not actually called the Rat King from the makers of the game, I thought someone out there just played the game early on, did a walkthrough and just set up. you going to call him the Rat King, but you know, there's Harry yeah. with an explanation to it, I, I'm not going to go against it. I'm just going to go with his, it's a bunch of rat tail theory.
1: So his exact wording, now that I've it, he said, well, a Rat King is basically a name given to any number of rats that's tails become permanently entangled. So you get a bunch of rats that are fused together. That creature in the game is basically a bunch of infected fused together. So, yeah. And then sent me pictures of the rat tails, which for our audio listeners, you're not going to be able to see this, but there you go.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm really glad that this wasn't shared on our chat with Harry. I'm glad that you had to go through the on your But when we do promote this episode, we can say, would you also like to know why <laughs> yeah. the rat king is the rat king? And people we will be too- hooked. Yeah, and we'll make everyone will have to listen till the end. They're not allowed to skip. Mm. They, they won't do that. Yeah, and then bam, there's your answer. We've
1: answered it for you,
0: hidden in. Good. Well, thanks, Harry. Thanks for their, uh, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> Maybe we can ask Harry one question every podcast to see if he can <laughs> yeah. just phone in with an answer. <laughs> Good. Well, yeah. that's that one then. Resident Evil done. All done. The next podcast we do is going to focus uh, basically just on comics. So, why Nick and I enjoy reading comics so much while we're both involved in comics with work and writing comics and creating comics and everything probably we'll probably dive into some of our other comic favorites writers and artists
1: yeah I, I i think there's going to be a lot of us talking about creators we love and going we could do a whole yep. podcast on that person
0: yeah i think it's uh, i think it's a really, i think it's a good one to do and i think hopefully everyone will enjoy it and they'll they'll take a listen especially if you're into comics like we are and I hope you enjoyed this Resident Evil podcast. It was, yeah. a, it was a pleasure, Nick. It was As good, always.
1: Man. Cheers. Thanks very much. All right.
0: Take care. Goodbye, everyone.
1: <laughs>
0: Don't know why I waved at the end. <laughs> yeah. You keep that bit in. But a little gap while Luke waves <laughs> to no one. Perfect. <laughs>